Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Have another boardroom chat today. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> a continuation. Yes. You know, we talked last week about uh, abide, abiding in him and he abiding so in you. Good, I, right? I want to talk about something that uh, that's very important to me in all my ministry that I totally, and I'm going to use the word totally, and I mean correct that, correctly that word totally, rely on every day, 24-7, this particular scripture. And we'll get to it in just a minute. But if you've got a Bible or an iPad or your you know, phone, whatever you use, I want you to go to St. John 14, and I want to read verse 1 to start off. See, Jesus is preparing his disciples for right. something. That's right. The separation. Mm-hmm. The separation was about ready to start, and the pledge was coming forth, and I'm going to deal with that in just a minute. So they were wondering how we're going to handle this situation, you know, because he keeps talking that he's going to leave. Yeah, they're at the Last Supper. Yeah, I mean, and all this kind of stuff. And so St. John chapter 14 is one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Verse 1 says, let not your heart be troubled. Yet there's so many Christian people, their heart is troubled. Right. He said, you believe in God or you believe in the Father. Yes, he said, they believe also in me. Right. That's a very powerful statement. Very short to the point. He didn't elaborate on it. He just said, let not your heart be troubled. Now, a lot of people get mad at me because that's what I do. They say, you ought to be, you know, wait, your day's coming. Well, it already came. Mm-hmm. See, it came back before I was born when Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. So I walk, even though there's a troubled world, I create my world where there is no trouble. Because he said, let not your heart be troubled. You it's, believe in God. It's a command. You know, right. you didn't It's not a suggestion. That. Believe also in me. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he's beginning to tell them some things. And in verse 17, well, let me read verse uh, 15 first. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Then he said in verse 16, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. I was, okay. in, now, I was th- in Luke. Give me a minute. You was in Luke. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Or I'll talk a little bit while you're going to no, St. John. Okay. 14. That he will abide forever. So if the peace of God never leaves you, then the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, never leaves you. Right. But he will abide, which means he will be in you forever. So that, that's a very comforting thing. You see, that's why he said, let not your heart be troubled. He's just not let them be on their own, stuck out there and let the world destroy them. He said, no, you're never going to be alone. I'm going to be with you through the person of the Holy Spirit. He says, that if you love me, you keep my commandments. Verse 16, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter and he may abide in you. Even the spirit of truth. Ah, that is a whole nother sermon right there. Mm-hmm. Because the Holy Spirit has nothing else but truth in him. Why? Because his voice is purity. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. That's where the holiness comes. You see what I'm saying? In all this trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, this purity, which is a bloom. And that's why people, they judge you, your Christianity not by your faith, not by your giving, but by your holiness. Mm-hmm. I think we spoke about that uh, during Holy Week. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, be your holy for I am holy. So now watch that. This spirit, this comforter. And yet the, work, the church world has a hard time living in comfort. And yet there's a comforter inside of them. I want to read that again. Verse 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. So at this time, they could not receive the spirit that's dwelling in me and you. Mm-hmm. Cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you shall know him for he dwelleth, not visit, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Mm-hmm. And verse 18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Okay. That, that's true. He would come back personally, but he also left the comforter I- instead. Right. So if there he tells people, he gives them history, then he gives them a pledge. 
He said, this is going to happen. Now go with me to St. John uh, chapter 16. Now this is vitally important here. This is Jesus talking. Now this is the verse of scripture that has made every decision I've ever done since I'm a Christian. Has made every decision I've ever done spiritually, physically, financially in my personal life. In this JDM ministry, global ministry. I don't mean that pridefully. All over the world. We've got offices, you know, in foreign offices, things like that. Every, every decision. From the minutest one to the biggest one. This particular verse of scripture I'm about ready to read made this decision for me. Because you see, it was pledged to me 2,000 years ago. And now we have the spirit of truth. Not only do we see him, but we know him. And this is the verse. And it's a powerful verse. And it's verse 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come. He will guide you into how much truth? All. Okay, I want you to read this to Amplify in just a minute. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear. So in other words, he's listening to. That shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive a mind and shall show it unto you. Now I want you to read verse 13 in the Amplified. If you don't mind. Okay, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth, the truth giving spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth, the whole full truth. For he will not speak of his, speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the father. He will give the message that has been given to him and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. So what is he hearing? What is he listening to? He's the listening father. to the Father, you right. see. Now, why he can listen to the Father down here on the earth because he lives inside of you. Right. You see, now, that's a powerful thing. Let me go back to what I just said. Every decision I ever made, people say, but Jesse, you make such big decisions real quick. Well, how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he would guide me in all truth. Now, if you believe this the way I do, not bragging on it, not, and, and then get beyond the word belief and know in whom you have believed, then you are going to struggle to make a mistake. <laughs> and let me say that again. You are going to struggle to make a mistake. I, I, I bet you about nine, ten of them just passed out when I said that. <laughs> well, I tried to try it. See, we don't try to hear the Spirit of God. We do be a doer of the Word. We hear the Spirit, see. So when I have to make a major multi-million dollar decision, I made an $850,000 decision yesterday. The day before, I made, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, 850, and then the day before that, a $727,000 decision. Now, I'm just using the financial stuff. That ain't counting the operation of this place. You see, and what it takes to run. How do you know it was right? Because I heard the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and he guides me in all truth. So I don't fight that. Don't complicate this. Trust the spirit that lives in you, and if you do, and no matter what you do, spiritual, physical, or financial, he will guide you in all truth. I felt led the Lord to say this. Maybe you're getting close to being married or you're wanting to get married. Have you ever thought about asking God who should be your mate? Whether you're male, female, whatever, you know, I mean, what man you should marry or what woman you should marry. All those things. Watch this. How many kids you want? You may not want any. I don't know. That's a choice to whoever, whatever they want to do. But when you let God or Christ in you, the hope of glory through that person, of the Holy Spirit, make that decision for you. The Bible said he'll guide you in all truth. Are you saying you've never made a mistake? No, I didn't say that. You said that. So you thought that, and I heard it in the Spirit. 
No, but he never made a mistake. And he never will make a mistake because he guides in all truth. And if Jesus is the way, you can't get lost. If he's the truth, you cannot be deceived and he's the life. The devil can't kill you. So that's, that's how me and you make decisions right. in this ministry and also in our personal right. lives. Right. Now, this is a newer Bible for me, but for many years, one of my older Bibles, I, I left the ribbon right there in John 16, and I had that highlighted, underlined, underlined because when I needed to make a decision or I didn't know what to do, I would always go to that scripture. Amen. And always bring comfort to me. In fact... Well, he's the, a comforter. Right. Well, the previous chapter, verse that you read, mm -hmm. that Jesus said, I would send you a comforter, the Amplified says, another comforter. Mm -hmm. So Jesus was a comfort oh, to yes. his disciples that when he walked the earth, and he was there at that last supper wanting to give words of comfort to his disciples because he knew what was coming and they really didn't full understand the scope well, let me of it. Let me give these people a word of comfort. I guarantee what I'm about ready to say. If you listen to the Holy Spirit and believe this and go beyond believing this, but know this, this comforter, you won't make a mistake. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, physically, financially. How do you know who to give to? Him. How do you know how to pray? Him. I, 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 you don't feel scared to go before God? No, why? Because he's before me. You see, I mean, and when you understand that, he's, the Holy Spirit is very well acquainted with the Father. Yeah. Very well acquainted with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he should be really acquainted with you. Right. It's the same way. And he, and, and so when I make a decision, I said, how be it when the Spirit of truth has come? Well, Bridget, have you ever been where you don't know what to say? Yeah, all the time. So I don't say nothing. I let him say it because he's the comforter. He said, Jesus said that I will not leave you comfortless. Now, you know this. You've seen people have criticized me forever over my joy. My God, man, the man's always full of joy. Well, what's better than being sad? <laughs> it's better than being, you know, disturbed and distraught and whatever, you know. I, and I live in a disturbed and distraught world. You know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm not dumb. You look at the political arena. Nobody seems to know what they're doing on both sides of the aisle. I don't even know what the aisle is, much right. less both, uh, what side of it is on. Because I don't think they do neither. Well, you I know, think it has to do with ego and power. Well, when you ought to be thinking about other people, right. nothing, then you make right decisions. Go ahead. Nothing's really changed in the world. You know, everybody's really searching for the same thing, truth. Even at the uh, time when Jesus was brought before Pontius Pilate, right. we're all conscious of Easter because that's sure. what we're celebrating in this whole week. Right. But, uh, or commemorating and honoring. Sure. But the you know, thing that's is, the birthday of Christianity, Easter. Yeah. Because he wouldn't rose, we wouldn't be here today. But when Jesus was before Pilate, uh, you know, he says, what is truth? That was Pilate's question. Yeah. And, and think about that. That guy was a governor and did not, what is truth? Everybody he knew would lie to him, mm -hmm. just saying what he wanted to hear. He was just looking for some truth. I believe he knew that Jesus shouldn't have been crucified, oh, but he, he went, said, with, the, no fault he went with the sway of the crowd, which, which right. a lot of people are doing today. They're following what the crowd is yeah. saying. We need to stick with the truth regardless Ooh. of what society or what, our what people are saying. <laughs> God's yeah. word doesn't change. He says, I'm the, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, people worry about me. They said, but just it don't change at all. No, I will never change. Why? Because Ephesians 5.1, be ye therefore imitators of God and dear children. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Change to what? What would I change to? Uh, to what the world says or the public opinion? No, I, I don't listen to public opinion. 
I create public opinion. Oh, that's going to make somebody mad right there. Oh, Lord. I create my world and I walk. I create that public opinion by knowing in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep what I give to him. What do I give him? Everything I have. So that when I make a decision, now I'm going to freak you out when I say that when I make that decision because the, he guides me in all truth, it's really not me making the decision. It's Christ in us. It's the Holy Ghost saying, go this way. Right. Go that way. He's made the decision. All I do is follow the path. That, that's so, so simple that you need a good theologian to help you misunderstand it. How did, let me show you how powerful he is. <laughs> Even when we wasn't saved, I really believe this. He, uh, the Holy Spirit, and I was a sinner of sinners, a chief, was actually guiding me to her. That's a fact. I, the more I think about that, we've been married 50 years. We'll be married come June the 6th of 2021, 51 years. Now watch this. I, I would, like you've heard me say this before, I would have never met Kathy ever because she lived, uh, what, 51 miles away, homeless, uh, I think 51 miles away from New Orleans. I would have been raised on the West Bank of New Orleans, working, my father worked in an oil field, things of that nature. Kathy was born and raised in Homa, Louisiana. And now watch this. Now, and then my dad got transferred. Now, my mother had came screaming, said, we are not moving to Hummer. <laughs> and dad said, well, <laughs> I, they may let me go if I don't accept this. Uh, it was actually a promotion as well as a transfer. So we did. I really believe God set that up because he saw this ministry. Even better than that, he saw you that are watching today, that we would say something that the Holy Spirit will want you to do, and if you let him guide you, whether spiritual, physical, or financial. That's so true. You're going to make the right decision. Yeah, I believe God led them to this. this That's right. Uh, take. Uh, people ask me, why do you have so many partners? Holy Spirit, he's speaking to them. He's guiding them to a ministry who is debt-free. I love that. Who has no whatsoever at all, any debt whatsoever, none, nothing, never have had a financial deficit also, the anointing of increase is on me personally, me and Kathy personally, as well as our ministry. Don't you want that? Don't you want to give to something like that? I mean, I do. I remember when I wanted to go on television, what the first thing me and you did was look for a watch, a successful television ministry that we could sow seed into. into good ground. Now, what caused that was the Holy Spirit guiding us in that direction mm -hmm. in every area, spiritual, physical, and financial. In fact, when people talk to me about getting married, I said, have you talked to God about this? <laughs> Uh, what? Or have you let your emotions make that decision? See, that's, that's my point. Now watch it. Even when you're going through trouble, some of you are having some bad marriages and you, you really want to leave, but you, you can't. The Holy Ghost won't because the Lord's going to save your husband. That's why I believe that was happening to you. I mean, I gave you many opportunities to divorce me. Mm -hmm. You certainly had a right to. Right. And at that time, I, was, I loved myself so much, I didn't care if she did or not. Right. I was just selfish and just mean, I guess you could say. What I mean, I didn't hit her or anything of that nature, but just mean, you know, right. with words is what I'm saying. Right. But see, God, Christ, through the person of the Holy Spirit, kept Kathy's heart praying for me, and then she saw the results of her prayer. Am I correct in that? That's correct. You yeah. know, so you have something to say to people maybe well, are struggling, I, like what, you were struggling when before. When you say that, I, I always again. feel like, and you brought it up too, but I wasn't in an abusive situation. No. I never want to encourage people to stay in a place where they'll be harmed or right. abused, but they need to trust the Spirit of God to guide you into all truth. And I had a promise from God, and I was believing. Right. And I remember laying hands on you in the night and put it, learning what the Word of God said. 
and putting it into practice, and I saw results. It took two years. It seemed like 20 years. Oh, yeah. So hard sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And but, it was hard on me because, you see, I was a sinner. I, I, I didn't want to be around godly people, and she was godly. I made her steal a watch so she could do something bad. I just said, do something bad. You didn't make me, but every day you Put would pressure, be putting it? the pressure, <laughs> asking, come on, Kathy, come Let on. Let me ask her a question it. in front of all of you. Did you steal a watch? I stole the watch. I made you. <laughs> you see, now why, now why did I do that? Because you were because, evil. <laughs> because I was evil. You got it. I didn't want to be around godly people. I was totally contrary to I, No, because it was not. And, 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 you know, and that, that's why I struggle with Christians fighting each other. Because they have the same spirit. But they can't worship in the same church. So they're going to split it in half. And go, one's going to go over here and one's going to go over there. What are they going to do when they get to heaven and the Lord say, ah, ah, ah. Like when a baby was already touched them, ah, the baby do this. There ain't no splits here. You're going to have to learn to love somebody. You see what I'm saying? And when you learn to love somebody, that doesn't mean you love their faults, but you love them. Yeah. The Bible said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall, not might, see God. So this verse 13 of chapter 16, let me go back to this. Every decision, I can't emphasize that enough. Every decision I've ever made, actually, since I got born again on Labor Day weekend, I based it on this. I knew something was moving me. At the time, I was such a baby Christian, I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was. But as I began to develop in the Word of God, do you know I have never picked the messages that I wanted to preach? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? long I've been preaching? 45 years. Not, not one. I sit down and I go, what will I have me to do? Boom. And the Holy Spirit guides to me and says, right here. Then watch this. He's so sensitive. <laughs> so, man, I'm down this path. But he also watches who comes to church. Hmm. And sometimes in the middle of your mess and you've preached, you, say, you go a different way. And you didn't want to go. You want to kind of stay and say, I didn't get the way I wanted to go. Why? Because certain people came. See, he, he, he has to wait on people making that decision because of free will. But when they came, then he moved the minister to speak uh, concerning something here. To that need. Yeah, right? for the, to that need. See what I'm saying? And that person got ministered to. And the same thing with flowing in, in the gifts of the Spirit. It's actually the Holy Spirit just talking, but using your mouth, using your faith to flow into someone's life. Yeah. yeah so you good. have anything to say? Go ahead. Go ahead well, I'm just thinking how important it is to be led by the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us that as many as that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So we right. we follow His example. We're we family. Eat. Yeah, we, we're connected to heaven. Oh, and you know, you have to see what you just said. I'm going to say probably 95% of the Christian world don't understand just what you said. They think, well, you know, you're out here by yourself. No, no, you family. When you got born again, something changed greatly. It wasn't religion. You didn't get religion. Jesus is not religious. <laughs> Do you understand? He called the Pharisees and the doctors of the law, which were religious leaders, snakes, mm. hypocrites, Vipers. Well, how can he say that? Well, that's what they were. But number one, they were religious. And religion has no God in it. They were oppressing. Can I say that people. again? Religion has no God in it. All it has is laws, rules, do this or you not that. But Christ, though, I get excited. He's preaching today. Oh, I'm preaching today. And she's listening to me. <laughs> but when you have the Holy Spirit, in the whole, that changes everything. Right. Because he don't walk a religious path neither. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a prime example through the words of Jesus. He says, bless your enemy. Pray for those that despite for you. Bless those that curse you. Man, you don't want to do that. But see, he's so powerful inside of you.
And then God put his name in us. Now, you know, that's the thing that really struck me. God must think we're really holy for him to put his name in us, not on us, not around us. To the angels, his name is on them. Mm -hmm. The glory is on them. The, the glory in the name of Christ, Christ in you, is in you. His anointed one in his anointing through the person of the Holy Spirit. That's why he called him a comforter. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? I mean, I can't get over how people can't seem to understand that. What you have to do is surrender the, to that and then trust in it. Yeah. And when you trust, it's the same thing with marriage. If you want a great marriage, it ain't about sex. Now, sex is a part of marriage. It's about trust. Exactly. You've got to trust each other, buddy. I mean, it's just a fact. And number two, you've got to listen to each other or obey each other. Uh, a man prefer to do it, somebody obeying him all the time. Why not? I mean, hey, that's, that's called absolute power. <laughs> who, who wouldn't like that? You know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, I gave a word of knowledge the other day to someone, uh, to uh, uh, the ministry, and I, I, right at the end of the word of knowledge, the Holy Ghost was flowing. I said, listen to your wife. Uh, someone's, uh, uh, the Lord told that to me, hearken unto thy wife. Mm -hmm. He did it to me about you. He was trying to tell me something many, many years ago, and I said, I'm going I ain't doing that. I even gave God a crazy excuse. I said, you don't understand this because you ain't never been married. Ain't that stupid to say something like that to God? But I actually said that. Hearken unto thy wife. God said that to Abraham. Hearken to Listen, mm -hmm. because everybody has something to say. Because, see, you don't just have 100% hold on the Holy Spirit, the confidence. She has the same amount of hold on the Holy Spirit as I do. Or everybody else behind these cameras or you that are watching today. This right. is a very important boardroom chat. Yeah. Because you see, from now on, if you'll listen to what we say by the time we finish it, you'll make decisions based upon St. John 16, 13. Right. And when you finish it, you go, Lord, I'm stepping out. How be it when the spirit of truth has come? Truth not. He's going to guide me in all truth. So right. here we go. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And you know, if you go to step out to do something he don't want you to do, uh, if you're a baby Christian, you got to holler at you real loud. It got to be a loud voice. But as you develop, the still small voice comes, and then after a while, it's just a little. It's a gentle guiding. Yeah, just something. Like, know you know, it's like marriage, you know. I mean, I know what Kathy's thinking across the table from me. Well, we've been together a long time, you know. Just an eyebrow raise. I mean, I know that. You know, you you don't have to say something, you know, mm -hmm. and think. And why? Because you know each other, not just uh, believe in each other. But you know, I know what she likes, and I know what she doesn't like. See what I'm saying? And some things you like, I don't like. I ain't going to lie. I don't like. You know, wh why? I don't know why. I just don't like it. I don't know. I like my grapefruit. Yeah, a grapefruit. <laughs> why? Oh, now it's a beautiful piece I of fruit. I had some this morning. Oh, it's big. It's gorgeous. Till she cut the thing off. And it'll lock your jaw up. You take a I bite of that. I I thought, how can you like that? I, I can understand if it was sweet. It. Or, you know. It's not it's sweet. A, I mean, <laughs> You know, I've never seen a bug eat a grapefruit because most of the legs are like this if they bite that grapefruit. Good God. You know, but you know, they say it's very good for you. I think so. What has it done for you that's made it good? <laughs> well, I'm healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So you even had a grapefruit tree planted in our yard. It was a gift. It was a gift. And she's looking forward to that thing. So, you see, because she was. Hey, I saw it. some little buds on it. Remember we thought it died? With the cold freezes Oh, came. we had some freezes. I think I saw some little buds on it yesterday. Well, in South Louisiana, we ain't used to this cold, cold weather stuff, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm talking about super cold. You know, we might have one cold day, but it starts warming up, you know, mm -hmm. and we're just not in, into that kind of stuff. But I tell you what, you know, God protected your tree because he wanted you to have that tree. That's all I can say, you know. So, and, so, and you go out there, and, and I wanted a different type of orange tree. We have the best oranges in the world. It's called satsumas. 
Oh God! I mean, they're they very easy to peel, and they have no seeds. Some have even seeds, even though they're easy don't. to peel. You still would like me to peel those oranges? Well, I got to give you a job. <laughs> <laughs> I want to comfort he's you. So, I know you. She he's loves so to, needy. She he loves to do things for me. So I say, peel this orange guy. He's high maintenance. And, and yeah, not high maintenance. Look, look at the difference. You see, she's got nails. Are these real ones? I don't no, know. Well, you can't tell anymore. You underneath, know. they're real. <laughs> well, me, I don't have no nails. It's hard for me to peel a... Poor to, to baby. A, yes. Yes. Go ahead and say poor baby again. Yes. Or Nobody sorry. has sympathy on you. <laughs> yes, they do. George does. I can see George. He said, go ahead. Say it. About that. <laughs> but when you understand that you're in a win-win scenario. That's so good. It's true. You are. I'm telling you. I'm you, you really got to really mess up bad. You know, I think God had it. a really amazing plan because when he sent man, Jesus to the earth, the Bible said he would be called Emmanuel, God with us. Right. And so when Jesus is ready to go to the cross, he sits with his disciples and tells them, look, I'm going to send you another comforter that's going to be with you. And so we can take comfort today knowing that we're not alone, that even if you're by yourself in your house, nobody else in there with you, maybe you're in your car listening to this, you can know that the Spirit of God is with you. He says Amen. he'll never leave you or forsake Ooh, you. So you so can good. open your heart to him, pour out your deepest needs, your deepest concerns. He will not condemn you. Just share what even your doubts, even you know, your, <laughs> your, your, right. you know, your concerns about what's, what you're dealing with. Pour out your whole heart to him. The yeah. Psalms are a great... Uh, testimony to that. The psalmist David, David wrote down everything that was in his heart. He poured out his whole heart to God. And what did God say about him? He said, he was a man after my own heart. He sought God yeah. to help him with these things that he was concerned about. But he got frustrated. Well, he had some enemies chasing him. And one time he said, Lord, break their teeth in their mouth. <laughs> I mean, he was mad, you know. He did. Everybody, he did. But, and you know, Jesus got frustrated. Oh, well, sure. He, he tore that. Remember, he braided that whip and he, he, he threw, drove, threw him the, drove him out of the house. I think sometimes we need a good licking sometimes in some churches. They need to be drove out of there Sometimes, again. And, and we do it. It's, I mean, we'll speak with, with our words. I say we're going to sweep under the bed. We're going to clear this thing up. Hallelujah. Clear the cobwebs <laughs> out. We, de we declare truth. Let me, get, let me give out. you a very simple story of how good the Holy Spirit is when it comes to making decisions. You know, I don't know how many cars or vehicles I have bought in my life, quite a few of them, personal as well as our ministry. We get trucks and vans and good Lord, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Okay. I went to buy, I was going to go, I needed a car, so I was going to go to buy a car. This is many, many years ago. And, the, and I had just finished my morning devotion, and the Lord said, would you like me to go with you to buy a car? And I thought, no, I, I can handle this. <laughs> You know, I have bought cars before. He said, no, would you like me? I said, well, yes, if you'd like to come. <laughs> he said, all right, this is the best car I ever bought in my life. But I never took God to the car dealership. I always went, cut a deal, you know, how you do what you do. And that's it. So, and I wanted, this is, oh, this would be 40 years ago, maybe? Something like that. It, make a long story short, I wanted a Toyo, I wanted a, um, what they call that thing, a uh, um, it I don't was know if they make it. Where you were in the ministry? It was, yeah, it was a Toyota Corona. Toyota Corona. Not a Corolla. It was bigger, a, a more luxurious one. Corona, I think, or something like that. So watch this. I walk. So the Lord said, "I'm gonna go with you." Now watch this. This is the Holy Spirit made the decision for me. So I come walking. I walk out on 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 the property, and I'm looking around. And of course, you know how salesmen see you out there, so they come walking out and all kinds of stuff. And I saw this burgundy one. I thought, whew. I'm going to buy that. And the Lord said, that's not the right one. Hmm. Just like you heard me say that. That's not the right one. 
I said, well, which one is the right one? He said, keep walking. I walked and it came in front of one of them that was kind of a silver metallic. He said, that's your car. Hmm. And then here comes the, uh, the, uh, the sale. He said, you're going to pay this much money for it. True story. He said, are you going to obey me? I said, I'm yours to command. Did I like the burgundy one as far as the color? Band? Yeah. The silver one wasn't ugly. It was pretty. But I, thought, but I heard the voice of God. And I had a comfort by it. So the man said, can I help you? I said, yes, you can. I want to buy this car. He said, oh, okay. He said, well, let's go in and talk about it. We'll talk about it. And I said, I already know the price on it. I said, God told me the price on it. He looked at me like this. <laughs> he said, who told you? I said, God told me. I said, now God said, this is the amount of money we're going to pay for this car. And I told him the figure. Mm -hmm. He looked at me and went, whew. God sure makes a good deal. I said, he's Jewish. He went, okay. <laughs> That's not an anti-Semitic statement. I love Jewish people. I got Jewish friends. Goodness, I believe in it. But it, get a good Jewish friend that can teach you something. They understand prosperity. Okay. <clears throat> he, well, he had to go talk to his boss, to the owner, actually. So we go in there. I walked in, and the guy comes on. He said, uh, my salesman tells me that God told you to pay this amount of money for this car. I was not embarrassed. I was in comfort, buddy. Because this is the first time in my life God ever came with me to buy an automobile. He said, well, God sure does cut a good deal, doesn't it? He was an Italian guy. I said, well, he's Jewish. He laughed a little bit. And he says, um, well, that's, that, 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 I, I just don't know if I can sell it for that. I said, sir, do you want to go to hell over a car? <laughs> do you want to disobey God? You're going to go to hell over a car? He said, no, I don't want to go to hell over a car. I said, then sell the car for the price that God said. He goes, watch my eyes. Okay. And I bought that car. Now, I said, y'all going to sell so many cars this afternoon and tomorrow. You're going to have the best afternoon you've ever had, and you're going to have the best week. He looked at me and smiled. Okay, we bought the car. That night, about 7.30, I got a phone call. He said, we got so many cars. Huh? He said, man, because I had given my number. He said, you're right. I said, hold. Wait, the week's not over. By the end of the week, I'm telling you, it was like, you know, I think it was a Tuesday. Uh, by Saturday, he said, I don't want to tell God to slow down. But he said, my God, we, we sell it almost every car on the lot. I said, I told you that. So he made way more money by obeying God, see? Now, did he obey it in comfort? I don't know about that. You'd have to ask him. <laughs> but, you know, we talked about that. He, he passed away not too long ago. We talked about that for years. I became a friend with that guy. He was really a nice man. And uh, him and his family. A wealthy man, you know, he owned a car dealership and all kind of stuff. But we talked about that because, you see, when the confidant does something, it's hard to forget what he did, see. Mm -hmm. Have you forgot some of the things God has done for you? Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute, see. So that's why I, I, I go back to that first statement I opened up. When God gave us this pledge, mm -hmm. how be it when the spirit of truth has come, he'll guide you in all truth. Let me say it again. Every decision I've ever made in my personal life, in my ministry life, the building of all these buildings, the buying of these cameras, mm -hmm. even though I got suggestions from people, you know, they know more about that equipment than I pray about it and see what's what, where, how. Their broadcast ca uh, cameras, those are super expensive way. I mean, super. You could, well, you could use them to shoot the, in the Superdome. That's how good they are. The lenses, are, I made it on this, this decision on St. John 16, verse 13. Every one of them. And everyone has panned out. Even was uh, is it Ikigami, the big uh, Ikigami people and Sony people told me when I traded off my old cameras, and they said, 
God, man, these cameras look like they're brand new. I said, well, we take care of God's stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you something going to blow your socks off. This was millions of dollars, okay, to buy these uh, broadcast cameras. Do you know what they told me? They trusted us so much because we had proven ourselves over the years when we bought stuff with them and, you know, and they never had to wait on that. They said, uh, pay us when you want, Reverend. They let us have the equipment on the ground. And I thought, man, they said, you can take nine months if you want. No, no interest. Just pay us. They, that's trust. That's trust. And I thought, well, bless God, I'm going to pay. And the Lord said, we were eating dinner at Ruth Chris Steakhouse. They were buying us lunch? Buy, buying us dinner, actually. It was, it was supper. We call oh, it supper. Oh. But I mean, they come, some come from Tokyo and all that kind of stuff. And guess what? The Lord, at the dinner, the Lord said, cut him a check now. That blew the socks off. He said, you know, you can wait. I said, no, but because you trusted me, I'm going to trust you. Now, who made that decision? I wish I could say I did. No, the Holy Spirit made that decision. I just obeyed. And we got the best cameras money could buy. I'm not trying to show off because when you're shooting through satellites 26 miles up, you need all that kind of stuff because you lose what we, Am I correct, Todd? Generations or something like that? You got to, that's what it's called, something like that. Yeah, the, whatever that stuff is called, you know. And uh, but so you need those kind of things. I am serious. I can be about that today. You, if you let God make your decisions for you, it seems silly. It seems stupid because you do have an intellectual mind. You know, I, I knew how to buy a car. And if I had bought that burgundy car, it would it, it, have been fine. But I, that's the only car. I did not bought the silver one. It's the only car I've ever had that I never brought it back to the dealership. Something went wrong with it. Nothing. Other than the oil change. Am I correct? What you laughing at? <laughs> what did I do? Nothing. What are you laughing at? I don't want to tell it. It's it. Well, you often say when you tell about that wonderful car experience that it was really wonderful until the day that I wrecked it. No, no, that, that, that was, was the Lincoln. No, no, you no, wrecked that the Lincoln car Tomcom. got wrecked. No, the Lincoln Yes, Tomcom I was driving down the road and I was passing someone and the person I was passing didn't look and they started changing lanes. And I had to hit the field. The, the, the Toyota? That was the Toyota. That must have been another man. I don't no. remember that. <laughs> I don't, no, anyway. You I come never, back to Okay, you. we had to bring it back. <laughs> I, never, I had to bring it up. I don't know I, why. I, I, not, nothing ever went wrong. We never had a problem with when it. We, I've never had anything went wrong until Kathy gets involved in it. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to say it. I couldn't help. Well, I think I, I mean, need to read a testimony. It's the only car ever. Ever. I, I remember it. I said, my God. You know, and I was thinking because about this. Because I brought him to that lot. I let God come with me to that well, lot. Well, I was thinking about this when you were saying it. Many times when we're seeking God, he may not reveal to you the whole end of the right. thing. He may give you one step, that first step. I think the Lord made me forget that you wrecked that car because I really love you know, I, I just I, thought I'd say that. I'm so glad to hear that. And I shouldn't have even brought it up, I guess. Then you wrecked my Lincoln, too. I, <laughs> I actually didn't wreck the I didn't wreck the Toyota. Someone else hit me. Oh, okay. I believe the Lord protected me and Jody oh, were in the car because we could have been killed. That's it was right. Very, we were going at a high speed. I almost killed you myself after I found out about it. But no, I'm just joking. You need to stop. I know. I'm just joking. I, mean, I got time, good testimony. You know, you're talking about wrecking cars. She wrecked my Lincoln time. Listen, I was making a good point before you interrupted <laughs> okay, me. We're not going to talk about Lincoln. I, I got to tell you we're that. That Lincoln no, was we're not. Funny. You don't have to tell him. Let me, show I, how she, let, let me just show you. I got to say that. No, you don't. You've been talking enough. Listen. What happens with Jesse, I'm just going to give you a little insight. Oh, listen him. to it now. Listen I have this it. file cabinet theory, and I'm telling the world. <laughs> Tell the world. File cabinet theory, because Jesse, when you start on a subject, all of a sudden he thinks of all these 
related stories that, that, that he could tell. And I said, That's why my name's on all the buildings. I said, wait, Quinn, I don't want to hear, I don't have time for the whole file cabinet. Just one story's okay. No, because most of them, you're in the file cabinet. That's one why. File cabinet's okay. One story's okay. We don't have to okay. tell the whole story because it's not called a monologue. It's called a dialogue, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, let me, do a little, let me do a little dialogue on that Lincoln. Remember, I was he's out seen, preaching. Seen I gotta say, it, he gotta it was keep, so funny. He's gonna go to the end and, of the file cabinet. And, and, and watch. God did protect it. I love that Lincoln Town Call. This is 1982. She calls me up. I'm in Shreveport preaching. Jesse, I said, what? You know how good it's been lately. Everything's been going so good. So, see, it's called preparing the conversation. <laughs> preparing. It's called and I went, setting things. Yeah, yeah. Well, setting the, the table. She said, for the Jesse, place you want to go. <laughs> she said, Jesse, I wrecked the Lincoln. I said, you what? You wrecked my car? My baby blue Lincoln Town Car? I thought car. it was our car. Well, after you wrecked it, I gave it to you. <laughs> and I said, well, how bad is it? Watch this. This is how this woman thinks. She said, it's not bad. It's drivable. The front end's gone. But it was drivable. <laughs> now, if the front That's end's good. gone, it's bad. <laughs> when you ain't got the whole front, front end with it. It had a big front end. Okay, read a testimony. It's just hilarious. Anyway, I had it fixed and I got another car. Yeah, and remember, it's just temporal. It's no, yeah, it's just temporal. It was just temporal. Yeah. It's just a car, Jesse. Yeah, yes, I yes, was okay. Was. Uh, I'm not gonna, we got every that car story. I've ever had in my life. That story has <clears throat> is connected to a whole file room. We're not going to go into the. Is file that the room. reason when you back the car out the garage the other day, you tore off that? <laughs> but anyway, go ahead, Kathy. Read something, baby. That's all right. <laughs> I'm gonna read a testimony. Read a testimony. A truthful testimony. Yeah, this is the truth. I'm telling you, I don't lie. Trish says, this is a testimony from Facebook. We have them writing in from everywhere. The, the, the printout I have today, someone wrote in from New York, Madagascar, Australia, Bahamas. Trish is mm -hmm. writing in. I don't know where she's from, but just gave her name. It says, we would not have been blessed with the word of God and the knowledge gained if it had not been for the boardroom chats. Oh, isn't that a blessing? Faith the facts. And, and whose idea? was the boardroom chats. I think it was George's idea. Okay. <laughs> it was your idea to name it this, but it was not your idea she to do it. She won't give me one kick, iota. She will he not give me one He came kicking and screaming the whole iota. way, like I'm everything pull else. pull a whole file cabinet into the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he doesn't even let me finish the whole one okay, little testimony. Look, it's only this little okay, short. Okay, read it here. Read it here. I'll start again. Okay. We would not have been blessed with the word of God and the knowledge gained if it had not been for the boardroom chats, Faith the Facts, and YouTube, as we don't have cable TV. It has enabled us to hear you while we travel for work. We are able to catch up with the broadcasts after work and watch them together. What a joy to have been blessed with both of you. Thank you for doing God's work. Well, I appreciate that. I'm going to tell you something. This is work. You know, since this COVID thing, I thought I could have a break. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm just going, I want everybody to feel sorry for me. <laughs> Please, I want some sympathy. No, right don't now. give him any sympathy. <laughs> I have not had a day off, a weekend off, since January 2020. I mean, she said, and then Jaws and, and all that all come up. They said, you got to do all these boardroom chats and uh, uh, not boardroom, uh, the social media it. stuff. We let you do it. Uh, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. You have another testimony? <laughs> I have some great ones. Is, is somebody saying something good about me? <laughs> Say, so read one that says not, good about me. Well, it's not always about you, I'll tell you. Yes, it is. <laughs> come on, George, okay. help me out here. Okay, <laughs> listen to this. Cindy George says, is behind the camera right These now. are some from partners, too. This one's from Cindy. It says, in the past, I was always worried about making ends meet. 
Since I became a JDM partner, I haven't worried because all my needs are met each month and every day. My Lord. I love that. God bless you too. And thank you for the, your, your obedience in Jesus Christ. This is a part of your You're ministry. truly a blessing to me spiritually. Praise the Lord. Yes, Amen. weren't you listening? No. Yes, I was listening. No, she says, I'm say a JD. Her name. No. What's her name? Cindy, Cindy says, I am a JDM partner. Thank this you. One, Cindy, thank you for being a part. And you will always have more than enough. Mm -hmm. The anointing of increase is on us. Amen. We don't try this stuff. We do this thing. That's why I tell people to partner with this ministry. Maybe you want to do that now. You can do that now. I'm telling you, it is on me, on this woman, and on this ministry. You don't believe it? Then don't do nothing. Right. You don't have to do anything. Don't misunderstand. My point is, I don't see why you wouldn't, because you need that anointing so you can take care of the situations financially. That, you know, that you're in and God's word of work. Mm -hmm. Read another one, Mama. Oh, there are all so many great ones. This one's from Connie. I'm taking my authority on earth after at 65 years old. Praise God. I've decided to surrender completely and obey my God. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Now, that's, that, that, that's the best one you, you, mm -hmm. you've read so far. Mm -hmm. Surrender is where it's all at. You just let God have this situation. This one from Elaine says, I am so glad to be part of the family in partnership with Jesse Duplantis Ministries. God bless you, brother and sister Duplantis. You're right about sowing seed into your ministry, Mr. Duplantis, because my husband and I have seen an amazing change. So happy to be sowing our seeds into fertile ground. Can, wow. can I say this? I, 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 I'm not trying to get something from you. I'm trying to get something to you. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm telling you is the truth. God, trust me on that. You want to be a partner, you can use PayPal. You can go to JDM.org, hit the donate button. If you don't want to, don't do it. And don't feel bad if you don't do it. Listen, hey, because this man is blessed. But I ask the Lord for every dollar given to my ministry to give me a soul into the kingdom. I want to prove what I'm saying, the 30, the 60, the 100 fold. I like what Jody says, Daddy, believe this to his core. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know what the core is, but I do. And we have so many testimonies. I'm telling you, listen to me. It, you need help. This is better than a stimulus check. <laughs> a stimulus check just comes once in a while, and that's the end of that. No, no. Like one preacher told me, he said, oh, my God. You know, he was freaking out because President Biden won the election or whatever. He said, my God, he's going to raise taxes. What are we going to do? I said, we'll make more money. He went, oh, oh. So he really thought I was going, oh. You know? I said, no, we'll just make more money. It don't make no difference. I don't care how high gas gets. Oh, how high electricity gets. We're going to have more than enough. Mm -hmm. His name is El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. Mm -hmm. And that's done through the person of the Holy Spirit. You got some more on that you want to talk? Okay, yeah, I sure do. That's someone from Norway? What is this? Is? Right. This is, they sometimes just, just say hello. They just make yeah. a little comment. Yeah. These are from on YouTube, board, uh, boardroom chat views. They said, good morning from Hawaii. Hawaii. Hel hello from Toronto, Toronto. Canada. Boy, we need to go back to Canada. Canada, come on, open up. Oh, so I go over there and preach. Man, man, I, I love Canada. And this one, it says, hello from Melbourne, Australia. I've been a partner for over 20 years, and I love <laughs> everything you present from your ministry. It has truly helped me to grow in the Lord. Rita says, hello from Norway. And then Angie says, when I, le when I needed Jesus the most, I found Jesse Duplantis at 18 years ago. Isn't that a blessing? I've been following ever since. Amen. God is good. You know, I always made my mind up that I would never trample on the blood of Jesus. You know, when I got born again, I was such an evil man. That's the only way I can say it. You know, a chief of sinners, like the Apostle Paul says in the epistles. I was a chief of sinners, but when God came into my life, it changed my life. 
You know, and, and you know, it's amazing that people that knew me before, they say, you are, people don't have no idea that you are a walking, breathing, living miracle. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, yeah, I, I am. And that's, that's why we do what we do. Right. And I want people to help us get this gospel preached to the world for one reason. The end shall come. He said, when the gospel's preached to the world, mm -hmm. that's what we're doing now. The end shall come. And I never thought that in my lifetime, I'm 71, I'll be 72 years old come July the 9th, 2021. And I, you know, 20 years ago, nobody ever knew anything about social media or anything like that. You know, telephones were this big. <laughs> you, know, you, you had telephone booths. Yeah, even the portable you know, ones were like Superman <laughs> had to go to another planet because he had no place to put his clothes on because <laughs> all the telephone booths have been taken away and all this kind of stuff. But this social media, you can touch the world. Yes. Broadcast television, all the different And the things. world needs the message that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. But, and the truth of the Gospels would transform your life and my life. Well, George, so gave, George, he's one of the directors here at Jesse Mission, gave me a, a report, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about how many people have contacted us from January of uh, 2020 through the COVID-19. And it's over 18 million, 400 and something thousand. Wow. Uh, that, that's that's mind-boggling. I mean, I've asked you, you show these figures correct? So I'm telling you, man, run through this and yes, and we got good computers. And that's just through that commented back yes. and that we know they're watching. I mean, it's just amazing. That's not counting broadcast TV and no, all the I, no, years I, that we've been Is that counting out. broadcast? No, that's not counting broadcast. No. I thought that was counting broadcast TV. No, no, no. Good Lord. There's no way you really know good, that because we put the message out there. <laughs> God's, God's That's doing what it. it's all about, mm -hmm. to God be the glory. Mm -hmm. See, that's what we do with the finances you send. Listen, I'm already taken care of. You look at him, one blessed puppet. You understand? I am a. I make no excuse for the blessings of God in my life, whether they be spiritual, physical, or financial. I will not. I remember the Lord thy God, for it is He that gives me power. And the Bible said to get wealth. So, I, but I use that wealth, and I live good. And don't misunderstand me. But I use it to get this gospel preached to the world. That's what we do, and, and it's just such a blessing. When you're going to retire, you know. I'd like to find the dictionary that God gave me with that word in it. I don't think it's there for me. Well, maybe he'll give you a weekend off. At least a weekend if I can get away from my <laughs> wife. Because every time I get a week off, you know, you want to preach at the church? Sure. I mean, you know, my God, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mind. Don't miss anything. Now, see, listen to you saying this, but you said the Lord told you last yes. Sunday. Yes. Oh, yeah. I listened to the Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If the Lord wouldn't be telling me to do this, I would not be doing this. Well, I know that. <laughs> you know that. You know who I am, you know. I can be stubborn. But yes. it's really a nice stubbornness. But I can't be, you know. So when you understand, how be it when the spirit of truth has come? Mm -hmm. Let's pray for people right now so they'll receive what we're saying here. So important. Because this is so vitally important, this boardroom chat. If they'll get this, mm -hmm. let me just say this. This is your problems. Decision, 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 decision yeah. being made. Yeah. Just like that. That quick. Over and above and beyond. I heard. Uh, I think I heard a little. Uh, That's a frog. I think. A frog. He, got, he, got, he, he just got he's, blessed. He's like saying, that. "Amen, oh, amen, amen." Ribbit, ribbit, <laughs> ribbit. <laughs> he's excited there. So let me have your hand. I want okay. to pray, Father Let's in Jesus' Father name. In Jesus' name. I decree that frog's talking right now. <laughs> Father in Jesus' name. Yes. I pray for every individual that's watching right now. I ask you to bless them with a 30, 60, you, 100 Lord. fold and a thousand time return. Lord, let them know that if the Holy, if they will listen to the Holy Spirit, every, not some, every decision yes, they'll make Lord. will be right because he will guide them in all truth. And in the midst of that decision, there will be a great peace yes. and a great comfort because Thank he you, is Father. the comforter. Amen. Lord, I decree and declare it today, spiritually, yes. physically, financially, 
for everyone listening to the sound of our voice, watching this boardroom chat today. In Thank Jesus' you, name, amen, amen and amen. Now, I want to tell you something. We just didn't pray that prayer to see where the words may splatter. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. We don't do those kind of things. We prayed a direct prayer, and we're believing God that you're going to send us a testimony. That's right. That we prayed, and something happened, like that, those people that have said these wonderful things. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's amazing to me. I mean, you know, they didn't have to. You know, it takes time for people to contact you and right. things of that nature. I had a little 12-year-old child sent me a, a, a partner to my ministry and they wanted me to know that they, they believe in God with me and they want to be a part of this world outreach. Mm -hmm. I mean, God's touching children. We are, we have, and we sent them a children's partner letter. I felt like the Lord to say this. If you're not on our part, if you're not a partner prayer, but become one, you'll get a monthly partner letter. And I, I mean, people wait for that. It is a blessing. It's a word from God to me and to you together. And I write it every month. And our theme this year, 2021, is what shall I do for thee? Right. That's 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 2, where Elisha told the widow, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said, that's the part I want you to focus. Told all your partners. He said, write 12 partner letters from January to December, all right. the way through 2021. And I want people to tell me what they want me to do for Amen. them. Amen. So I told him this. He said, and then so I said, okay. And then he looked, and I just heard his voice. He said, now what shall I do for you? I said, I want my anointing to double. I want my outreaches to double. Well, both of those have. Mm -hmm. I want my finances to double. And I tell you, what is happening? Right. Why? And I, as soon as it comes in, it goes out. But that's all right. That's what it's for. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? We, we believe in working money, not just looking at it, you know, and all that kind of crazy. <laughs> and thing. you know that partner letter that you write, I take it, break it down into four different lessons. Amen. And then I... I read it and, and uh, teach, teach it. it. I yeah. teach it on our website. It's every which way. As well as on YouTube and I think Facebook as Amen. well. So we're People preaching. Watching. And if you watch our television show, I hope you do on broadcast television. We're on ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, all these different stations. Plus we're on Daystar. And Victory Net Channel. Victor, the Victory, uh, the VTN, that's in Arkansas. We're also on Victory, uh, the Copeland's uh, uh, network. I mean, we're all over the place, and, and, and find us. And then, of course, social media, uh, what do they call it, YouTube and uh, Instagram, Instagram and Facebook and all the different things of that nature. And I think some other thing. Are we on Twitter? Do we do yes. Twitter? Yes. I don't even know what Twitter is. You know, I think of Twitter. I think of Tweety Bird, you know, <laughs> you know that kind of that little yellow bird, cute little bird. <laughs> but, but, you know, so all the different things that are happening, you know, we, we look for every, uh, not only every available voice, we want, we want every available outlet. Outlet, right. And we have a team of people that help us keep all that all straight. We right. I mean, them. and we had so many of them. It's kind of like a, we have extensions, and Kathy got 14 plugs. <laughs> you know, we got one in the wall and 14 other ones. You know, we're just trying to get out as much as we possibly can. And you help us do that by mm -hmm. praying for us, believing in us, financially supporting the ministry. My Lord. And let me just say this. We don't ask you to do something we don't do. I said something last Sunday. You might have saw it. And Holy Week, I preached on uh, Holy Week should be every week. And I mentioned during the, when we were receiving the offering that I'm going to change all the lights. And I'm going to say this because if you don't mind me saying it. Uh, and we got to go LED light. This is in the actual sanctuary mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Now, I thought, well, I'll just change the LED lights for the television. But, but if I don't change the can they call them cannons. The Cans, ceiling lights the ceiling. just to light well, the room. When they would shoot the yeah. audience, they would look yellow mm -hmm. and we would look but, you know, it's a different type of lighting. Yeah. So I said, and we got to, I think George gave me a, a, 
I think, well, someone gave me some kind of a, a bid, $156,000. Am I correct? Something to that effect. And it's probably more now. I don't know. You know, that was a year ago or something like that. Maybe not quite a year. Whatever. So I said, that's fine. God will take care of that. Well, you know, Kathy wrote a check. And I didn't know that until, uh, was it yesterday? She wrote a check for $1,000 and designated it toward the cans. I called it Studio B. Yeah. Uh, you Which know, is what we call our sanctuary. Yeah, Studio A is where I do my open, uh, where I Television. do a lot of times you see me fake the facts and stuff like that. Behind my desk, that's right, Studio A. Right. Studio B is the church, and, and then Studio C, C we're is, building. It's under for construction her. now. It's, it's Which is where this set will be relocated, where you won't hear the frog in the background, hopefully. Yes, and all that kind of stuff. In the future. Different thing. Well, hey, that's a month or so. Hey, I like frogs. I like frog legs. I, uh, you know, leave the frog <laughs> alone. He's all right. He's enjoying himself. It's a happy set. Everybody got to have a place to live and say something, you know. So it's just is wonderful. So think about that. I mean, I really appreciate you doing that. You didn't tell me, and that's fine. You mean she can give a thousand dollars without telling me? Yeah. Well, I took, ladies and gentlemen, not broke. God has been good and gracious, and I want you to be like us. I want you to live like we do. Well, I knew you would be in agreement. Oh, yes. Sir. I live on the earth. This is, my last, this is my closing here. I live on the earth like as if I'd live in heaven. I, how many times I quoted that prayer, the Our Father prayer, but I never really got it. Mm-hmm. Until I really got born again, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And I, I add this word, where? On earth or in earth, as it is in heaven. I said, so why am I waiting to live when I get to heaven to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out, when God said I could have it here? Now, watch that. That's the spiritual side. Okay, let's talk about the physical and financial side. In my Father's house are many mansions. Now, I'm going to make you mad, but I'm going to tell you what the Bible said. Jesus said this in St. John 14, in my father's house, verse 2, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So why do I have to wait to get to heaven to have a mansion when I can have one here? Now, the church world will fight me like a dog on that. But, hey, I didn't say that. I just repeated it. It's St. John 14. Go read it, verse, verse two. 2. He said his will be done where? On earth, in earth, as it is in heaven. So I begin to believe that. And you know how I begin to believe it? I made decisions to believe that because the Holy Spirit heard, heard the Father say, Jesse will believe this. Mm -hmm. So he spoke it to me. Mm -hmm. So it's not just living good. It's living biblically. It's living right here and when we get to heaven. You pray about that situation. Mm -hmm. Remember, if you'll let the Holy Spirit make your decisions, you'll make right ones. That's right. Because Jesus doesn't lie. Yes, and he gave us the comforter to lead us and guide us into all truth. Now, I want to say one more thing. Easter Sunday's coming. You ought to go to church. Don't worry about the COVID. Rebuke the COVID and go to church. Yes. Now, I know it's kind of nice sitting at the house in pajamas watching, and that's great. But the Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. That's right. So let's believe the whole Bible, not just the parts we like. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Just believe it all, and God will minister greatly yeah. to you. Thank you for watching today. I hope you learned something. Until next time, this is Kathy and Jesse the Planet saying we love you. And Jesse and Kathy. Oh, Jesse and Kathy, however you want to say it, they know what I'm saying. Well, I could say my name is all Yeah, that. okay, so I'm Jesse. <laughs> I'm Kathy. Hallelujah, glory. Boy, she just got to get it in there. No, I just thought I'd make What are you going to do? I understand. Okay. Praise the Lord. Until next time, thank you, partners, for supporting this ministry. And yes. if you'd like to be a partner, there's so many different ways you can do it. You can send it in by mail, PayPal, uh, JDM.org, text to give, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And maybe one day, would you help? Let me say one more thing. Pray that this thing opens up. So I, I need to go back to the United Kingdom. I've got to go to Italy because we had to cancel that during the COVID. I've got to go to Russia. 
where else are the other places? Uh, my Lord, so many people. It's Johannesburg, South Africa. South Africa has been screaming at Canada, me. Australia. Canada, Australia. Canada, Australia. Uh, Durban's been screaming at me. Uh, and you did Cape have Town. meetings scheduled in Colombia that had to be rescheduled. In Bogota, Colombia, we couldn't do it. For I two mean, years there's so in a many row. different things going on. And thank God that we can do it this way. But you know, sometimes people just like us to be there in person, I guess. Yeah. And we'll just do that. That's right. And God will work for us. Until next time. Jesse and Kathy said, we love you. See you soon. God bless you. Bye bye. Bye bye.